This is Shalane. And this is Jenny. Woo! And welcome to Old Girl. Man! <laughs> so excited about this one, Jenny. This episode yeah. is going to be so fun. I'm trying to contain it. I'm trying to contain my excitement. So, all right. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's good to be out. Yeah. Um, yay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, episode two of season three. Very excited to have everybody with us. Um, if you are just listening to us, hello. Thank you for listening. And if you can see us, hi. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we've got, uh, a big shout out, uh, for Shalane. It's Shalane's turn for a shout out. So let's, yeah. so let me just go ahead real quick. Let's just go ahead and get the social media out of the way. So, um, on Instagram and on Facebook, it is O girl podcast That's O H G U R L P O D C A S T. And on Twitter is podcast girl. So make sure you don't forget that we got a lot of activity going on there on our YouTube. If you like looking at us, we are O girl podcast. And of course on Gmail, if you want to email us any, any of your stories or pictures, it is O girl podcast at gmail.com. Now, yes, not yesterday felt like yesterday last week jenny went ahead and talked about a podcast that she'd been following now this week i want to share something that i've been following and this podcast is called lights out podcast and it's interesting because her theme song goes lights out everybody (laughs) okay okay and so i'll just read you a little description um if you look them up so it says i lights out everybody turn everything off sit back and relax while your mind is taken on a dark and twisted journey filled with thrills and chills each week josh will take you through a dark story case or event involving a wide range of topics including the occult hauntings cryptids alien abductions, serial killers, and demonic possessions. So if you're looking for a chill, creepy, paranormal, and true crime podcast to escape with, look no further than Lights Out. Now, I've been, you know, it was because the other podcasts that I listened to for that particular genre was they were off, just like we were off. So I accidentally discovered them. And the first episode was... um, H.H. Holmes. I never knew who this person was. So what they do, they do a lot of research and everything else, and they find out everything about this character from start to finish. And that particular gentleman, he was referred to as the devil in, let me see if I can, uh, I should have looked this up earlier. Um, Real quick, it was a very interesting. This just seems like something right up your alley with the creepy, scary gory crap this no, is all your thing anyway. but yeah go, go check them out they're on twitter they're on spotify well twitter's where i found them but they're on spotify apple Podcasts, and basically wherever podcasts are heard but the brother is josh host and yeah josh host and joel produces and they're just really really good to listen to and they're funny and yeah if you like that sort of thing definitely check them out for sure awesome mm-hmm. hey cheers for that so today this is a double banger uh uh, kind of an episode today because there's a couple holidays coming up. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Um, and then two days later, right? We're, uh, 
Three days later is Mardi Gras. This year, Mardi Gras and Valentine's Day happen to be like right next to each other. Um, Mardi Gras and Valentine's Day are two of my probably top four holidays. You know, we we both love Halloween, number one. Yeah. I love me a good New Year's Eve party, um, anything with lots of cocktails. But I love Valentine's Day and absolutely, of course, you guys all know because I'm the New Orleans lover, love Mardi Gras. <laughs> um, it's kind of like this year because, again, COVID, we're all stuck inside. Um I decided to get stupid silly and dig out decorations. I've, I always put up a little bit of Mardi Gras stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've had, my mother was very big into decorating for every holiday. And so as I got married, my mom would send me boxes of decorations for every holiday. So I have this box of decorations for Valentine's day that I don't think I've had out of the box. And at least I'm going to go at least 15 years, maybe 20, but I decided to be crazy and pull them out and set them up. But I thought, you know what? They're right next to each other. So I dropped everything in my house. So I, my house is a swirl of pink and red hearts. Cause pink's my favorite. Um, and then it's all Marty gold and purple and green and beads and masks so yeah it's the did you have the, the, you have this really cute collection of rubber ducks. Do you have the Mardi Gras ducks? I have Mardi Gras ducks out. Yes, indeed. I will post pictures of the Mardi Gras ducks. I absolutely <laughs> do. Um, I don't have Valentine ducks, but I do have the Mardi Gras ducks out. Um, yeah. So it just, you know what? It was like January, February are pretty dreary down here. You know, there's not a lot of sun and there's a lot of rain. And I thought we need a little uh, color inside the house since we're both stuck inside. So I made, I've, I've decided to name it Marty Tines Day. So happy Marty Tines uh, weekend. Um, so yay. Um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. A little bit of Valentine, a little bit of Mardi Gras. Um, all combined into one, like a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> Speaking of Reese's, nice segue. So we do have a special guest today. I came across him on TikTok. He's from New Orleans, and we're going to be talking about <laughs> life in New Orleans, you know, with what he does and everything, and so much more. But it's important, though, because it's time it's we've talked too long to not have this discussion already. It is time for our favorite category of the day. Shalane. Yes. What you drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got a great one for Valentine's, y'all. Okay, this one is called the love martini. (laughs) All right. Okay, so let me just go ahead and real quick. And we're going to post a picture on Old Girl Podcast social media. So you have to go and check us out just to look at this thing because it's gorgeous. All right, we got a half a shot of Malibu rum, half a shot of peach schnapps, half a shot of citron vodka or plain vodka, whichever. Uh, three shots of cranberry juice. Mm. Two strawberries for garnish. And if you want a wedge of lime, and this is not for Jenny, okay? We all know what happens when she tries to rim the glass, but you're going to rim the glass with some sugar, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, just, just real quick, so what you're going to do, you're going to, to make the, the hearts for it, you're going to go ahead and cut a little V and remove the stems. So you can go ahead and pop that and into slices. That's how you make the heart. And then that last one, you just, you know, put on the side of glass. Um, you can rim your glass with sugar, maybe if you're not Jenny, and then just, just use a lime or lemon wedge along the rim of the glass to get it wet and dip the glass in or whatever in place sugar. Gently mix your Malibu rum, schnapps, vodka, cranberry juice together. Mm. Mm. In a shaker over ice, 
If your cranberry juice is not cold, pour it into prepared glass. Garnish your love martini with a couple of strawberry hearts and a strawberry on the rim. Enjoy. What you got, Jenny? That Well, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I, I question. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to get you some Mardi Gras drinks today because that's my thing. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of that drink. Minus, I have concerns about the peach schnapps. Wow. I had, I've had a bad relationship since I turned 19 with peach schnapps, and I don't know how I would do with it. So I uh-huh. might try it. I might need a different uh, uh, fruit other than peach. I'm not sure what, but I'm just throwing it out there. Uh-huh. Um, and, and here's to my friends that picked me up and carried me home when I turned 19 oh, and drank too much peach. <laughs> um, but I have, all right, I had to pick two because I found this amazing fun beverage, but mm-hmm. you can't have it because we know you're lactose intolerant and this would you kill you. You're really trying to kill me. You're I know, but that's why I wanted to share it with everybody else so they could like hear about it because <laughs> it's kind of, it's called the beignet and coffee cocktail shake. Now, let me just, let me preface this. When you think of Mardi Gras, most of the time people think of hurricanes, um, which we talked about hurricanes before. And I've talked about my ghetto ass um, Hawaiian punch version of hurricanes that you can make in big batches. And it, and it's fine. Um, and then regular hurricanes get all the hurricanes you want. Cause it's, it's, it's Mardi Gras. Um, I am also a fan of brandy milk punch, which is a little bit, um, it's again, you can't have it cause it's got milk in it, but it's, it's tasty and delicious. Um, sitting at Napoleon house, sipping brandy milk punch is a fun thing to do. Um, but I saw this and was like, we got to have it. So this is your coffee and beignet. Uh, milkshake. So beignets are your powdered, fried powdered donuts. So they're like squares of dough, deep fried, dipped in powder, powdered sugar. Um, and if they're done right, when you eat them, you make yourself a mess and you should never wear black because it will just be po- covered in powdered sugar. Um, but but I, did, like, I did. And you were very impressed. I was able to do that. Yes, I know. Oh, you did all right. Um, okay, so here's how you make the cocktail. You got two ounces of cake-flavored vodka, and then you got vanilla bean ice cream, one and a, one and a quarter ounce of espresso liqueur, um, and th- you're going to love this. Dark chocolate canned frosting. I'll get to it in a moment because it's a revelation for me, Shalane. Um, confectioner's sugar, powdered sugar, whipped cream, cinnamon sugar, and an optional beignet for topping. So basically what you do is you're going to make a milkshake. So you're going to put your ice cream, however much you want, a couple scoops of ice cream in your blender. You're going to pour in the, the vodka and the espresso and blend that sucker up. Depending on how thick you want it or thin you want it, you can add more alcohol, you can add more ice cream, whatever you want to do. Then before you put it in your milkshake glass, you are going to take the chocolate frosting and put it on a plate, but like an inch thick Uh and dip your glass upside down in the chocolate frosting and then dip it in the powdered sugar. And that shit ain't going to run down the side of your glass. It's going to work for you, Jenny. (laughs) It is for me. So we just need to find some frosting for our drinks in the future with vanilla. Frosting. Yeah. So I'm fine. Vanilla frosting. So this was a revelation that now maybe I can actually rim things with sugar and the crap won't fall down the side. Um, but anyway, so you, you got your milkshake and then you put some whipped cream on top, sprinkle it with cinnamon sugar. And if you're fancy, you add, and we have a beautiful picture of it. You add a beignet on top and it looks ridiculous. It's one of those big giant milkshake extravaganzas but anyway you look at it it sounds good but i also know you can't drink that so i will oh but i can so cheers Mm -hmm. 
Okay, well, I'm gonna. I don't have my martini in the in a thing, but this good. Okay. Um, but I do have another martini that you can drink, and oh. this would be fun. Mm-hmm. It is called a king cake martini. So again, really quick for those of you that don't know what a king cake is, it is a traditional pastry um, that is served in New Orleans during Mardi Gras season. Which Mardi Gras isn't just one day. Mardi Gras is a season. It starts um, January sixth and it goes until Fat Tuesday. It is all dependent upon the uh, church calendar, sort of because it's epiphany which is 12 days after christmas which is when the kings were supposed to have visited jesus so that's why you can only eat a king cake from epiphany until fat tuesday okay right um and so the the fun with the king cakes is they make them now in all different flavors every bakery it's a very big thing but they usually have purple green and gold sugar on the top and they have a little plastic baby it used to be a bean it used to be a fava bean but they've gotten fancy there's a little plastic baby um that they hide in the cake and so when you slice it up everybody gets a slice of this cake and whoever gets the baby is supposed to buy the next cake oh now because we're we live far away from new orleans and it's not easy to buy the next cake when i buy a king cake or we've made king cakes here and we have a bunch of plastic babies we always say whoever finds the baby gets good luck for the year because we figure they're not going to be able to go and find a king cake relatively easy so we play like that better yeah so here is your king cake martini it is um first of all you can infuse your own vodka with cinnamon sticks or you can buy cinnamon flavored vodka so whatever you want to do but mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm just saying so you've got one and a half ounces of hazelnut liqueur which shalane you bought a costco bucket of hazelnut liqueur so you've got plenty of that um but you've got one ounce of white (laughs) creme de cacao And then you've got a half ounce of cinnamon vodka and a quarter ounce of coffee liqueur. Put that all in a shaker over ice, shake it up, pour it in your glass, and then top it off with club soda. Um, I don't necessarily feel like the club soda is necessary, but it gives a little fizz. So do what you want to do. Again, you can dip the rim and do purple, green, and gold sugar around the edge. I'm going to vote that if I decide to do that, it is going to be with white frosting because that shit will stick to it. So, um, so that's our, those are the cocktails of the week. We'd like to toast everybody listening. Cheers. Everybody watching. Cheers. Happy Valentine's day. Happy Mm -hmm. lovers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lovers in the house. Mm -hmm. Speaking of love, let's get into this. Let's go ahead and talk about some Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And I noticed when you were talking about your decorations, your face just lit up. Apparently this is a very special day. It's one of your favorite holidays. Why do you love it so much? It's, um, you know, it's so funny because I don't think of Valentine's day as like the romantic, I have to be with my man, Valentine's Day dinnery thing. I just feel like it is a day to spread some love because you know me, I'm always, you know, trying to like, you know, be fun and, and, and out there with everybody. So I love it because it just, it's, it's, I was raised on it being like a fun day. So I remember like when I was a kid, my mom would dye our milk for breakfast that morning pink. Um, and then we would have like, she would take our toast and make little hearts out of it. And buy us, you remember the Avon? Avon catalog, she -hmm. would buy us whatever random little Valentine day Avon gift was in there. And that would be like sitting by our table in the morning. So like, like I got a little necklace that was made out of plastic conversation hearts or like a fun pink lip gloss. I remember when I was in college, she sent me pink um, converse. That was, that was Trey fancy. Um, 
It's just a day for me to like when I as an adult, I would like get everybody at work all excited about um, Valentine's Day and I'd wear pink and red all week. She can see pink and I have my little this mm-hmm. is it says it says Moo loves you, baby. And it's a cow. I thought that was cute. Um, it, this was for my mom. It was one of the little gifts that my mom gave me. Um, so I and oh, and I also have oh, this is me difficult but i'm showing everybody my pink valentine's day socks no. um that's that's i do a lot of like I wearing fun socks. remember these oh shoot yeah girl <laughs> nice um so i just feel like valentine's day is a fun day to have a good time um be silly um spread some love i can remember when i was there was like a good I would have to say a good five year run, at least five years where I was working, um, doing a show every spring and it would either be tech week or, or performance weekend, um, would be Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of fun because everybody would bring like the little old fashioned Valentine's, like the little kids ones, like from school and pass those out. Like we're grown ass adults passing out little kid Valentine's and Mm -hmm. candy and whatnot. Um, and we did that. We would have a Galentine's party. Um, when I worked at the costume shop, we would have, that was always a day we started out, um, making doing the same thing where we would make when you were a kid you'd either make an envelope or a box to put your valentines in and you could wrap it in fabric or stuff and these you know the seams i was you know the hot gluer but the seamstresses were sewing out purses and all sorts of crap for valentine's day and we would have like we always had chinese and like treats and buy each other little you know tchotchkes and stuff um and then it got seriously galentine because we started playing grown-up girl games in the back which was funny because she had pinned the um pin the member on the dude oh no (laughs) (laughs) okay magic mike (laughs) i was i was thinking bridgerton what (laughs) he's he's the new uh uh level of line you got to hit the bridgerton level in order to be i'm just saying boogie nights (laughs) oh oh Cheers. Cheers, Mark Wahlberg. We have we have not forgotten that. Mm -hmm. All right. So that being said, I just I I look at Valentine's Day as being just a fun day. Um sharing fun times with friends, going out to dinner with a group, doing stuff like that. So don't put a lot of pressure on people that they have to make it all like romantic and perfect. Just be, think of it as a day to, to share some love with a friend. You know what? Pay something forward, buy someone their coffee. Right. Buy someone, you know what I mean? Do something fun and just like make it a day of uh, fun and wear pink. Well, I wore this for Mardi Gras. Okay. Um, but do, do you have any like? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. But I just okay. you mentioned that and those yeah. socks. Those are socks you gave me for Christmas. That's why I showed them off. So and they were pink. But I digress. So talking about Valentine's for me, first of all, let's rewind. I think maybe two years ago when I got you, you know, flowers for Valentine's and mm-hmm. then. Ish got you flowers of Valentine and the bouquet had one little lonely step. <laughs> I was that like, what is happening? No, okay. Let me just say, Ish <laughs> does great with gifts. He really does. And he knows, like, and I've told him, like, 
you know, going out to dinner is fine with me for Valentine's Day and stuff, but he usually manages to pick up some flowers. Well, this year he got real fancy the year that that happened and he decided to buy me flowers mm. online. And I think it, oh, well, we won't say the name of it in case we get it wrong, but it was a, it was an online company. It was. And I opened these things up and I was like, oh my. Mm-hmm. And I pulled them out and I like, I didn't want to say anything because like I said, he always does a good job, but these were some sad, fucked up. I see where they were very sad. They were all like smushed and dead and wilted. And then one was legit a stem <laughs> with no flower on it. It was, uh, and then here comes Shalane bringing me flowers. Look, I got flowers. And it had that cute pink face. Yes. And the yes. bow. And it was, and I was like, yikes. So I just sat there. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That oh was, God. yeah. yeah. That was funny. That, that was like one of my fondest memories. And then, but for me, when I think about Valentine's, I think back back when I was in school, everyone else had, like you talked about like the, the little cards, the Valentine cards that come in a box. Matter of fact, I saw some the other day when I was at Target, they had the Mandalorian ones and all this stuff. But of course. Yeah, but I made mine and I made like the regular, you know, like the the three, like the lined leaf paper, like your notebook paper. I yeah. made mine out of those and just drew pictures on there and hand them out. And I know they weren't as sophisticated, but I really, it came from the heart because I made sure. it. That's but, really cute. Yeah. But there was this, my crush. Okay. His name was, I don't think I should say his last name, but I'll say Brian. His first name was Brian, but I'll say Brian B. And I remember because he had the biggest blue eyes I've ever seen. They, they took up like a third of his face in the, the sandy brown hair. And he always wore like these... <laughs> polyester like they weren't turned like but they were pretty high striped shirt like ernie i'll never forget it but he was just so <laughs> cool. and i made i made a special one for him i'll never forget it because this oh. was always before mine and i made like little hearts and i drew like really elaborate whatever and i mean he was my like high school not high school but elementary school crush until i met guy moyer in high school and that was a wrap but anyway <laughs> that's my that is my you know my memory Okay. Valentine's, my my favorite. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, we went. I mean, like uh, we did the little cards at school and stuff, and would have like cupcakes and whatnot. You know what I remember though are the conversation hearts. Yes, you- yes, cutie, be mine. Which I like to look at, but not but- eat. <laughs> oh, it tasted <laughs> like you were eating. I, all I can figure is that they were setting you up for adulthood, so you knew what tums tasted like. Uh, right. <laughs> indigestion candy yeah they were like yeah like here here the, here's some a box of chalk you know it was like well they were cute to look at but oh they were gross um okay so i have a surprise shalane i i have a costume change because we're going to talk about mardi gras right you don't think that I wouldn't be ready. Wait a minute. What kind of shit was this? That's right. Yeah. Hello, it's yeah. Barney Gross. Oh, wait, wait what? Okay. What? Put those on. Okay. okay. I feel I'm dress now. There we go. Okay. Oh, right. there we go. You showed me yeah. up. Okay. There we go. Okay. Well, now look. Okay. So we, we match it with the bling. And you got the bling. Yes. You got the fleur de lis. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't think that I wouldn't come out with my red, golden, or my purple, golden, red, gold, and green. Hello, Karma Chameleon. Where did that come from? 
<laughs> that sounded like, wasn't that Christmas? <laughs> no, that's, that's Boy George. I don't know oh. where I came, that came from. Sorry oh, okay. about that. Uh, but let, let's move on from our stupidity. Let's talk about our guest. Let's introduce him. Um, if you see, if you guys are watching us, you can see his name um, uh, on the screen, but he's going to jump in. We have a gentleman here. His name is Greg Kada, and he, and you met him from uh, seeing him on TikTok. Yes. Um, he's from New Orleans mm -hmm. and he has some hilarious videos. I've been watching them. So um, Greg, if you're there, we'd love for you to jump on and join us. There he is. Yay! He's there. Wow. I figured it out. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Oh Girl, Greg. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for having me. So excited. I can't um, feel. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry. I'm fading out over here. <laughs> if you can see me blush, just imagine. I know I'm brown, but I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, just, just know what's happening. Oh she God. does it when she's blushing and when she's had a lot of alcohol. Mm. Oh, mm. The, the cheeks. Yes. Telltale sign. Anyway, I'll let you go back. Go on, Shalane. Start your fanning. Have it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So first of all, I discovered you on TikTok. And the very first time I saw you, she wasn't officially called. This, I guess, is your neighbor. She wasn't officially called Brenda Chris. But just hearing about... And if you ever watch TikTok, guys, the videos themselves, what, they're like maybe 15 seconds or a minute long, depending on what length you. So you cram a lot in a minute and you're so entertaining and engaging and you do one every single day. It's like you are pretty much like you are the highlight of my day, my morning. <laughs> Seriously, I love it. So anyway, um, how long have you been in New Orleans? That part I kind of missed. Um, well, officially, I've lived here about three and a half years. Uh, I moved here in August of 2017 to get my master's at Tulane. Mm -hmm. But I've been visiting New Orleans for, uh, I mean, 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. I usually come, you know, I usually would make it a point to at least come once a year. Okay. Uh, I think I came the first time in, in either 2001 or 2000. Mm -hmm. And Right, right, right. When I was able to drink, so I was able right. to <laughs> take full advantage. Um, and I just fell in love with the city. I just, it was one of those places I, I was like, I don't feel like I'm in America when I'm here. Mm -hmm. uh, it felt, it, it just, the architecture, it just felt from a different world. And, and just the people were so like, just wonderfully nice. And I just knew it was a place that I eventually would have to figure out how I would get there. And it just, it just kind of evolved. So yeah. it awesome. sounds, doesn't it, Shalene, doesn't he sound exactly like what I've said? A oh million yeah. Times? That's why I had to make sure that you two met because Greg, if I, I don't know, I mean, you're really not getting the full view. If she was able to go in into her kitchen, it's like new Orleans right there. She has every, oh, Jenny, you tell them it's your house. Oh, well, no, I, I mean, I do have a lot of stuff. Like, I, I mean, it's the same thing, Greg, when I went the first time. And what's funny is we went um, 2005, June, 
before Katrina. Having no idea that Katrina was coming. So that was a crazy moment when that happened because I was like, I finally found, I dreamed of going to the city. I I always wanted to go because of the Anne Rice novels. I know that sounds crazy, but Interview with the Vampire and all those stories and they talked about New Orleans and it just sounded like such a, like an interesting place to go. And same thing, get off the plane, you step foot in the French Quarter and you're like, I'm in. Well, you know, you're an actor. We should say that Greg is an actor and a stage actor like me, a film too, but stage. And you felt like you were on set. You felt like you were in a different world and you were like living in it. You know, uh, the people are amazing. I, again, I come from Chicago, so you don't get used to seeing people in the morning, every single person down the street going, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so weird, but so lovely. Um, but see, the thing is her kitchen, or actually it's the dining room. It's There's my dining room is my picture. Yeah, it's all yeah. my stuff because I like from going down there, I buy the art. I want to support my my fellow artists. So I find great photography, but I started taking pictures. One of my favorite things down there are the cemeteries. And before they oh, yeah. all got locked up, I spent a lot of time going in the cemeteries and taking pictures from all the different ones. I actually have pictures. I don't, do you know who the weeping angel is in St. Rock's with the blue stained glass behind it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I was there. The gate was open. The door was open. Oh. So I have pictures set up mm-hmm. from that. Um, again, everybody go online or I'll post them. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's this beautiful mausoleum. Cause again, the cemetery is in new Orleans, everything's above ground so that yeah. you, you can't, you can't bury folks in the ground. Cause they'll come back up. Yeah. Um, so it's above ground. Mausoleum. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I saw that weeping angel and it inspired me to direct a production of Romeo and Juliet set in new Orleans. Mm. As I looked at that mausoleum said, that's where Juliet would be buried. It's the same thing where we just have like, you're right. You it's, it's a, it's a smell. Do you have, do you, do you feel like there's a smell to New Orleans that is different? And I don't mean like the urine and the beer. <laughs> I'm so I have a deviated septum. So smell oh. is my least, uh, I would say um, activated uh, sense. So I'm crazy scent based and I have a friend that is too. And I tried to explain, I'm like, when you go down there, you're going to smell this smell. And at first I was like, Ooh, but then I was like, no, it's like the decaying brick and like the old world. And now she and I both know, we call it the new Orleans perfume that, yeah, you know, you're, you know, you're there when you smell the perfume. So it's a good thing. I don't mean it's a bad thing. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Greg, tell yes. me what got you started on TikTok? Oh, God. Uh, quarantine, uh, boredom. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, obviously, the world shut down. And um, I, I was, <laughs> like many people, found myself with a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> um, and so... I don't know who told me. I feel like a, a, my I feel like my friend Jacob was like, oh, you got to he was sending a lot of um, he was sending me videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, TikTok used to be called Musical.ly when yeah. it first started. Yes. So I I know I had seen ads for it and was like, mm-hmm. what is, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I, there there are times where I feel my age and I'm like, there's I don't need another distraction or <laughs> this is for the kids or whatever. And so mm-hmm. but I, as many people have said with TikTok, it is uh it is the the time suckage app um <laughs> in the sense that you uh you open it and then you know four days later you emerge from the, the cave um yes i call it the jesus app on the third day i rose again okay. and, um from the cave uh mary magdalene's out there and she's like girl where you been um but <laughs> I'm like on a TikTok binge. And so I, I, I fell in love with, with just watching it. 
Um, and then was like, you know, this seems fun. And so I started making some videos. But the problem was, is that, you know, you got to figure out what kind of creator you want to be on this app. It's um, it is a very niche oriented uh, app, you know, so you can't, you know, if you're someone that just sort of makes videos all over the place, you're not really going to find your audience. You're not going to find your your demo. And so I was putting way too much time into thinking about what videos I would make and then they would bomb and I would like be like, son of a B, I put so much work into this. Nobody's watching it. And um, I would say like in the end of the summer, you know, like over the summer, I built like about 25,000 followers and I was like, you know, whatever. I'm like this little, you know, the TikTok that could, whatever, but I wasn't trying to do it for any particular reason because I have my coffee on my porch every morning. I like to wake up, be outside, breathe, and I made a video. Um, I had decorated for Halloween and I had decorated admittedly very early. Um, <laughs> it was probably the beginning of September. And I said, you know what? This year sucks. I it, it's 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 so humid out here. I've got swamp ass every day. I just want some joy in my life. I'm going to put my Halloween decorations up. And um, this woman that walks by my house every day, we had never exchanged words, just like more of a head nod. And um, which is fine by me. I'm like, you don't have to say hello. But she decided to speak and she made a little kind of a sassy comment and said, you know, a little early for that, isn't it? And I was like, you know what? Any other year, I would agree with you, but not this year. I was like, girl, if you want to put your Christmas decorations up, go ahead. You want to have Santa saying ho, 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 I will be right there with you. And, I, you know, I, my a mantra that I like to say a lot that I, that's been in my life a lot was, you know, find your joy. Do whatever makes you damn happy. And so I made a video that was like, there are no rules in 2020. Screw you, girl. I, I, I nicknamed her Karen because I thought she was being a little Karen-y. And it went viral. And it has like two million plus views and people were like, I'm here, here. Oh, my God. Da, da, da. And so then I started was I, I I guess people were interested in my neighbor. And so I was like, I, I started updating them on how on her. And then I realized she wasn't a Karen. And so then I nicknamed her Brenda because I love 90210. And I was like. Brenda, I'll just give her name Brenda. And um, because I was like, let's destigmatize the whole Karen thing. It's too easy to call people a Karen. You know, I misunderstood her because then she started talking to me. So I kept calling her Brenda. Well, then I finally asked her name and she said it was Chris. But my followers were like, we don't like that name. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's her name, guys. So then I just kind of smushed them together and called her Brenda Chris. Yep. And um, we became, you know, we become very friendly. And, and then I just started making videos every day where I just would talk about what my neighbors were up to. And I, I give them little nicknames based on what they do or, you know, what I think they look like. I love alliteration. So like anything, you know, like I've got the Hawkeye next door that I call walk of shame, Walter, um, you know, he, so it's like whatever kind of flows out of my mouth at the minute, but um, people have been interested, I guess. So. Okay. So before we go any further, you've got to talk about Randy, the rooster and, and, and mother clucker. <laughs> Lord in heaven. Uh, yeah. So on Christmas day, out of nowhere, a rooster just showed up in front of my house. Um, <laughs> woke me up uh and i was like is that a do I, is do, am i hearing crowing and i opened the door and he just was out 
outside of my house. And I was like, okay, this isn't terribly weird. I mean, you know, people have chickens down here. I would assume you'd have to have a rooster in order to make some more chickens. Um, I'm not really sure on how that works, but, um, (laughs) you know, But I was like, okay, someone lost a rooster. They'll come. I mean, not hard to find him. You'll you'll hear him before you see him. So I'm sure someone will pick him up. And then like two days went by and I was like, y'all, he ain't leaving. Um, what do I do? And then, you know, I posted on, you know, like next door and all those crazy apps and was like, does someone need a rooster or did someone lose a rooster? And then I called animal control. No one called me back. And then I, my, fo- my followers found a, a bird sanctuary about an hour outside of new orleans and i was like I, guys i if I, he's gonna die and he's ain't going anywhere i can't sleep i don't want to kill him you know uh so we gotta rescue him and take him to this sanctuary and the process of rescuing a rooster or catching a rooster is not something i recommend anybody trying i am from cleveland ohio i'm nowhere near a farm i animals i think i love animals animals do not love me um they can smell the fear And, um, you know, people were commenting, they're like, oh, you got to do it at night when he's roosting. You just grab him by the feet. And I'm like, what? You know, and so I'm I'm outside trying to like see and I'm afraid the thing's going to jump on me because I'm like, what do you mean roost? Like, how do I? Anyway, long story long, we live streamed it. My friend Brett was the one who actually caught him. I just supervised. But um, did you catch him? Like, no, God, no. Well, we, you know, we tried like old school Scooby-Doo. We tried to lure him with treats into a box. Yeah. And his ass was way too smart for that. And like, you know, and I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. And then I tried, we had a huge butterfly net or like fishing net and we like cornered him and then he ran directly into the net. Brett just popped it down on him. And I, I mean, <laughs> once we caught him, I was like, what the hell do we do with him now? now what do we do? <laughs> and you know, they, he was easy to pick up, put him in the box and, and we took him for an hour car ride and he was fine. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was hilarious, but, and it was very sweet because like I said, they would have just killed him and it's illegal to have roosters in new Orleans. Because oh. of the noise ordinance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my neighbors were very happy. Uh, although my next door neighbor yesterday did not know that I had rescued him. So she just was like, oh, and thank God the rooster wandered away. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you say, well, cheers for animal rescue. I had yes. I, I not rescued a rooster. So cheers for that. Yay. I watched the video and it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I get really excited and I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. crazy. Cause uh, that's, you know, well, we're coming to your, your float in a second. Cause he's on there, but um, I just wanted like to, again, because we're like all things Mardi Gras all things, New Orleans, get a little insight from someone that's lucky enough to live there. I mean, I've spent a lot of time there, but I want to know as, as now, a you're a, you're a resident, you're an old timer there. What are some of your favorite favorites? So like number, like what's your favorite place to eat? Or do you have some restaurants that you really like to go to that you want to shout out? Oh God. I mean, New Orleans is the, like the food city. It is. Um, what I love about it is there is varying levels of of food and so you your favorites run the gamut from fine dining to like borderline street food yeah um which is amazing um i mean my favorite go-to classic restaurant is commander's palace um you can't you can't go wrong um 
you know, it, it's always a fantastic time. The service is always impeccable and the, the, the food is always amazing. Uh, I had my 40th birthday uh, dinner there or we did lunch with my um, with my fam and everything like that. So that's the last time I was there. Just delicious. Um, so that's always great. Uh, there's a new restaurant that just opened called The Chloe on St. Charles that is just they restored an old mansion. And again, why I love New Orleans, because you literally are eating in a house and it's a hotel, like a boutique hotel. And the funny thing is, is that we were eating in the dine, the dining room, you know, in the indoor dining area. And our waiter was telling us that, oh, the, the woman behind us used her grandmother used to own the house and we're actually eating in her old bedroom. So I was like, what? <laughs> so I, of course, my curious ass turned around and was like, wait, girl, you used to sleep in here? Like, <laughs> you know, and she's like, yeah, I mean, it was a different setup and da, 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 da. But like, you know, that's the type of, you know, place it is. And it's they did a really great job of restoring it. And, um, you know, uh, it's a really cool, cool bar as well. But then, you know, I love a lucky dog. OK. Um, on Bourbon Street, you know, mm-hmm. at when it's when it's Mardi Gras day and you need something to soak up all that, you know, because you start at 8 a.m., girl. No one's no one's no one's easing into the drinking. It's when the mimosa pop open, you know, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. But at two o'clock, when you have not had no food, that lucky dog comes to the rescue. Nothing like a chili <laughs> mustard hot dog. Um, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to know where it comes from. I don't want to know if it's beef. I don't care. Yeah. Delish. Yeah. You just got to eat it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I I actually had to eat. Well, not had to. And I'm with you on the to me, my entire like 10. I usually go 10 days, sometimes a few days less than that. But I want to be pleasantly buzzed the entire time. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And I call it the bad kid buzz where you just got to maintain, get a little food and you just don't you don't have to drink a lot at once. You have to just drink a little all day long. It's a it's well, a beautiful feeling. And it's not Vegas. You know, the drinks right. here are, you know, there's there's drinks here that are not that there's not good drinks in Vegas, but Vegas doesn't have a like a, a signature cocktail. Um, no. They have, you know, forty dollar mixologists that are like and now I'm putting in oregano and you're like, girl, what? Um <laughs> But like here, you know, you have actual good drinks that taste. So you actually want to taste them because it's like, oh, right. There's some fun flavors in here, you know? Yeah. Um, I like, well, okay. So I have to, I have to go with commanders with you. It's mm -hmm. my favorite. I love Muriel's down off the square. I think that there's this fabulous gentleman that is a concierge at Plasta Arms, but he also is a host at Muriel's and he took such good care of us. That was my birthday dinner. And then Commander's was the next morning, Shalane. I have to tell you a funny story though, really quick. I want to entertain Greg because I'm sure you know this. Now, I didn't know it the first time I went, but I've been to Commander's a bunch of times and Shalane hadn't been yet. And to me, the coolest experience is getting up to use the washroom as a lady. Because yes. the, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but the, the 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 male server will come and put his arm out and escort you to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's beyond fancy that, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, I like a hole in the wall and I like a fancy, but that's like the best. So I didn't want to say anything to her and just see what she would do when he stuck his arm out. And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, just go, just, just go. Mm. I also got I, lucky enough to meet Tori McPhail and he signed my, that's hanging in my kitchen is a menu signed by chef Tori. So I love me some commanders, but, mm-hmm. and that, like, yeah, I like it when they put the, do you get the bread pudding and they come around with the sauce and break the little uh, meringue open and do your sauce. And I'm like, Oh, you only put one spoonful in that. You're going to have to make it at least three more. Spoonfuls. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, well I had ballet service at a, at a 
dining facility before. So when they all came out one time, I was like, what is this? I'm not used to this. (laughs) I love it. I get used to this. Okay. And they have quarter martinis on Fridays. Yes, they do. Drinking. Um, Okay. I was going to say, like, if you want to go high end, low end, I think one, not low end, but like when you're talking about hole in the walls, I got to go with Dom Elise's for my favorite po' boy. And Mm -hmm. that is when you say it's a house, I think it's a garage. Like you, I think that they just redid it's a house and like where the actual restaurant part is. It's in the middle of a neighborhood somewhere in uptownish area. And it's just like this like cement floor with like, I don't know, somebody's old vehicle. FW bar across the wall and you just have bottles and you have to go up and you have to take the, the beer bottle, um, the, the cap off yourself. And I'm I a, love me some Domelises. I'm a Parkway bakery. Okay. Oh boy. I've tried it. Oh God. No, I, <laughs> don't make them upset, Jenny. No, no, no. Cause here's the thing, because the sandwich was good, but the fries were not. And I'm a fry girl. I have to have my French fry and they were just not my favorite fries, but Domelises doesn't have fries. So I can't compare. They just have bags of chips. I probably from like, I don't know, off the floor from 20 years ago, but like <laughs> dust them off and open them up. Um, it's the okay. bread for me. And then the rum cake. You got to have the rum cake. There. And I didn't have that. Now, do you, where's your favorite place to get a snowball? Oh, uh, see, it's the one New Orleans thing I just can't get into. Oh, no. I've never, okay. I've never had one. I don't really care to. I, I get it. It's one of those things that, it, you know, for, it, it, you know, I, I'm like, what? It, it's just like a snow cone. They're like, no, it doesn't taste like a snow. You know, from Ohio, I, all I think of is shaved ice with you know red dye all over right right but no no this is like a custard type ice cream type frozen thing and people go crazy for it you know i I have no opinion no issue it's not something i've been indoctrinated into and i'm actually okay with it I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan only because I'm not a huge, huge ice cream, ice cream fan. And I like that this is like lighter, although I have been to Bricados that, that doesn't suck. And I have been, one of my favorite places for ice cream is Creole Creamery. If, have you oh, ever, well, that's amazing. Creole yeah. Creamy is the bomb. Yeah. Like that is like, if you're going to eat ice cream, that's, that is some damn, I'm, well, okay. We're talking about ice cream, like Shalane, poor Shalane. Okay, lactose I'm lactose intolerant, so this is like, you know, Aww. <laughs> yeah, I know it was like almond milk for the win, you know, for me. I live vicariously for her with the ice yeah, cream. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're talking, we've been talking fun stuff. By the way, if you're going to go listen to music, that would be my last one. Where do you go to listen to music? What's your favorite music hangout? Oh, God. Um, the I always forget the damn name of it, but it's literally right on Bourbon, um, right before St. Anne. Um, and it's like a German name, but it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like schnitzels. Yeah, schnitzels. It's, almost, it's not schnitzels, but yeah. it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they always have great live music in there. And you sit at like, um, you know, like almost like uh, picnic tables. Yeah, and, like long bars. And everyone just had to sit. I mean, obviously that's not happening now, but um, too crazy. I would just drink there and just listen to some live musicians. Yeah. There, Frenchman Street has a great bunch of places. It's just a little. Yeah. That's where I took you, Shalane. Yes. It's not something with, that I'm with my shoes. enough. Yeah, you, all of our friends gave up at like, I don't know, 1130 on my birthday. 
And I was like, deuces, y'all. Shalane, you ready? Let's go. And we walked grasses down to the Frenchman. 11.30. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, one had flown in that day, so I have to give it to him. And we had been, we've gone to dinner. We drank in the pool. We went back out afterwards and had drinks. Oh, we went to the drag show. That's what we did. did. Yes, And so they were all tired. I was like, oh, I'm not. And so we changed it up and went down to Frenchman. So I've taken, Shalane's ass has been up and down Frenchman shaking through all all of them yeah. that's why cafe tumana is 24 7 you get the coffee and then you, you take or, round or two or Mart or nelly's deli yeah and you and yeah. you go back out <laughs> all yeah. right okay guys so this is what i want to ask greg now how well before covid how do you usually celebrate mardi gras oh well as um you know, as you guys were saying, Mardi Gras is, is a season. It's not a it's not a day. Um, so the the schedule is built in for you. And so the well, first of all, I roll with the crew. I um I I, I last year was first year I rolled with them, which was the crew of King Arthur. So I got to actually uh, ride in a parade and throw. Um, I, I decorated. Um, we have a signature throw, which are the grails, the 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 cups. Okay. And, um, so I decorated those. Um, it it was one of the best days of my life. And oh, actually, I have a little. Oh, let's see. Photo of us. Oh, wow. okay. Okay, Lancelot. You have to be in costume. They they provide the you but you buy the costume. Do you have um, to do you have to cover your face or can you have, you your have face? to every it's legal. It's a legal thing. And if you ride in a parade, you have to have a mask and you have to be attached to the float. You have to be hooked in. So you don't fall out. Even though people still do. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, that, that's, that's usually there. And then the week, like the week before Fat Tuesday is when the big, big, big parades roll. And so Wednesday is, you know, Nick's cause I want to get a purse. Thursday is Muses cause I want a shoe, you know, Friday, um, I forget who rolls on that Friday before, but then Saturday is Endymion. It's the only mid city parade and it's like all electrical lights and everything. What's Endymion's throw? It's known for their floats are like incredibly high tech. And okay. because it's a night parade, um, it starts later. It starts around four and then goes, They their, flo- their floats are just super high tech and like mm-hmm. really visually stunning. And it is the only parade that goes through mid-city. Um, so they get, you get lots of like, lots of, you know, tchotchke, fun, glow in the dark throws. Uh, but I don't know if they have a signature, signature throw. I think um, Friday is tux. I could be wrong. Is Friday tux? I feel like Friday is either tux or Sunday is tux. I can't, I, yeah. I usually um, follow the schedule because I watch them online. Shalane, for our listeners, everybody, you can, well, not this year because they're not going on, but you can actually go to NOLA.com oh. and um, they have live feeds of all the parades. So if you want to mm. feel like you're there, um, which I got to say, I've never been to Mardi Gras. I, I usually go to New Orleans in the summertime, which is really hilarious. I know I don't mind the heat, though. Um, it's cheaper. Um, I'm not big on crowds. So I feel like nice and separated enough that I can watch all the parades go by and not feel like anybody's going to puke on me. <laughs> you got to do it, though. I, you got to you got to you got you to come out once. You can you can be my escort. You can show me. Yeah, where. So I was going to say, I definitely foresee a, a road trip. And Greg, I'm going to be like, what what you doing? <laughs> Let's go. 
Do it. Yes. Well, Greg, how will you celebrate a celebration? Okay, that fireball. Yeah, that's getting me. How will you celebrate now? Well, so one of the things, obviously, the parades um, were canceled for this year, and understandably so. Fairly certain Mardi Gras last year was like the original super spreader. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, this um, this woman came up with this idea. Her name is Megan Boudreaux. Um, she, you know, back in November when our mayor was like, yeah, Mardi Gras is done, y'all, we can't do it. You know, she came up with an idea um, to decorate your house like a Mardi Gras float. Mm. And so she formed a new crew called the Crew of House Floats. And it took off um, and became something that was sort of, I think, just an idea and literally turned into 40 different neighborhood sub crews, over 5,000 houses that are that are participating in this. And it was um, the goal. You know, I don't want to speak for them because I'm, I'm, I'm not directly involved with the organization. I'm just participating. But from what my understanding was, it was it was a real way to not only um continue the spirit of Mardi Gras, but it was a way to all of the artists that do those floats. Um, it's, it makes their year, you know, with their, it's their income. It's maker. Yeah. Yeah. It was a way to put them back to work as well as give the city, you know, just again, keep that spirit alive and keep that joy of doing it, but also in an organized safe way. Right. I think a lot of people were fearing that people would just go rogue and do their own things. And this was something that was the city's behind and, and sanctioned. So, I heard about that and was like, I want to do that. And, um, you know, not just decorate the house. I wanted to, I really wanted to make sure that we were supporting these artists. I mean, if you see some of these floats, you know, like there are floats that are over a million dollars. The the Muse's bathtub is like a million dollar float. Wow. And it, it's, it's stunning and it's motorized and it blows bubbles. And it's like, you know, these are unbelievable works of art. And, and, and I know for a fact, I will never take it for granted again when I'm at a parade, just even seeing like a flower on the side of a float. I'm going to be like, I know someone, I know how what it took to make that and it's gorgeous and thank God. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of put a challenge to my TikTok followers and said, you know, let's do a dollar Venmo challenge. Let's put these artists back to work and let's see if we can get somebody to do my house. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking we'd raise, I don't know, a thousand bucks, uh, you know, um, and I'd get to have like, you know, <laughs> a cutout or something. I'm, you know, <laughs> a, a big flirt to Lee and be like, yeah, I did it, you know, and uh, 12,000 plus dollars later, Great. I was able to hire uh, a studio. I gave them my idea um, and was like, do you want to do this? And they were like, yes, absolutely. And um, so, yeah. So this year we have a house float that is all installed and completed and it looks amazing. (laughs) What was, so what is your particular house? What is the theme or the idea? Well, as I was saying earlier, I love a pun and I love alliteration. I love any kind of, you know, whatever. And so I was just thinking of playing on words of like Mardi Gras things and purple, green and gold and whatever. And then I just came up with purple, green and golden girls. Oh, why don't I do a golden girls float? Let's have the golden girls on the, on my house. Like how fabulous and gay and amazing is that? And um, (laughs) so I told it to the artist and she's like, well, how great would it be if they were doing a second line? And I was like, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. do it. And um, they took that idea and ran with it. And then I saw it about a day before they installed it. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Wonderful. And of course, think I remember seeing a video where you have Randy on there also, right? 
Well, that was part of like, people were like, as they were sending me Venmo, you know, dollar donations, they were like, Andy better be on the house. And I was like, okay. So I was like, well, but then my viewers pointed out that there was an episode of Golden Girls where um, Rose had a chicken that played the piano called Count Basie. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. So I YouTubed it and was like, oh my God, there was that episode. And so I said, you guys have to put Randy playing the piano. That's awesome. You know, Golden Girls of Fistinados will go, will think it's that, but everyone knows it's really the rooster. Randy. Well, Randy could have been playing the character of Count Basie. Randy's a SAG-AFTRA member um, and (laughs) (laughs) was just getting his union weeks. He was Um, just down on his luck when he stumbled upon your... uh, Yard. Totally, totally. Yeah, because he could have been over at Popeye's as a two-piece, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's the other thing. So they, the artist has um, Rose playing the drum with actual drumsticks. Oh, no. And we were supposed <laughs> to do... Uh, and so then they made some extra, like, Popeye's boxes that they were going to do around her. Because, you know, everybody has Popeye's on Mardi Gras Day. But there wasn't room on the house where they put her. So... Unfortunately, they went around Randy. Oh my God. (laughs) Vegans don't come for me. I still support animal rights. I rescued, I rescued his ass for for God's sake. No, we will, we will protect you at all costs. You are a national treasure, Greg. We will not let (laughs) it happen to you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, well, and and the and and if you guys again, we'll show some pictures, but uh, you can go on to Greg's TikTok and see videos of this fabulous float and all the fringe because it is there's a whole lot of fringe going on and it is fabulous. Everything's better with fringe. Right. <laughs> you, you know, I look at these house floats and I think to myself, I can't believe that like no one had thought to do that before this. I you know, know. What I mean? you could think like you know everybody decorates for Christmas and decorates their yard. I'm like, well, of course. Why why didn't they like? It's so it's I wonder if that's going to continue, not as in the largest of fashion that you guys do it, but like maybe a little bit more even in the future. I think so. I think people will keep it up. I mean, people definitely decorate for Mardi Gras, but it's usually just like, you know, a door hanger or some, you know, uh, garland. Yeah, or some bunting. Exactly. Um, You know, I don't know if it's going to I don't think it'll it'll stick to this scale. Right. um, That people did it. Um, I do think. Uh, I do think the artist thing, they'll be busy with Mardi Gras, hopefully. So I don't know if they'll have time to do these types of things. Um, But I definitely think it's something that's going to stick around. I think it really just... Every, the neighborhoods all have themes and it put, brings people together on on social media, on Facebook pages. I'm meeting neighbors that I didn't even know I had that are like, Aww. I've been to your house. It's always creepy when you get a message. I've been to your house. Yeah, right. Like, oh. <laughs> OK, and then you you're like, oh, you live across the street. Thank God. OK, you get to keep the stuff after or does it go back to the artist? I get to keep it now. Granted, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it, uh, but I, I I've oh, already made plans. Room. I'm going to auction it off yes, uh, because I can't repeat a theme. I can't have this next year. So someone, so there's got to be a goal. Do this next year, Greg. Hopefully, we won't. Right, right. But even if we, even if we just keep the tradition up, I don't want to repeat the same thing. So, um, but I, um, yeah, I, 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 there's got to be a Golden Girls aficionado out there that would. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Four huge life size, (laughs) hand drawn paintings of the Golden Girls. So we'll do it for charity or something, and 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 figure out how to get how to get them out of my house. Speaking of charity, let's talk about this because this is something that I was drawn to on your TikTok as well, and this came from your fundraiser as well. 
is that you, um, we're going to put the definition of what a crew is for people don't know what that is. We'll put that on our, our social media later, but you, you know, you've talked about crews usually have a charity that they're attached to. So you took your idea of the fundraising for your house float crew and you took some money and went and did some charitable work. Do you want to talk about the crazy refrigerators of new Orleans? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was part of the initiative of the crew was to, was to make sure you were giving back. Um, they, they had a hundred thousand dollar initiative that they, that they started with. And I think they've surpassed that. Um, but don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But, um, my local, my sub crew, my neighborhood was talking about doing food banks and I had missed their food bank drive. It was over, it was in December and I hadn't joined until the end of December. So I looked into food banks around town and at the time, I think just because of the holidays, they were, a lot of them were like, we're not taking donations right now, or we would prefer cash or we would prefer this. And I was like, as I was looking, I found this organization called uh, New Orleans Community Fridges. And I was like, what is that? And so I looked up on their website and I found out that there were 14 refrigerators, freestanding refrigerators all over the city that artists have decorated where the community fills them. And it's you, if you need food, you go up and you take it. If you can leave food, you do. Um, they're completely sustained um, uh, by the community. A person or group of people houses the fridge. So it's literally in front of someone's house. Um, you know, it's, it's secured. Uh, usually it has like some sort of roof over it, if you will, and usually has like a side pantry for dry items. And it's just another way of feeding the community, but in a way that's very anonymous, um, totally accessible to anybody. You could just, you just walk up and get it. Uh, and I just was like, let's fill those fridges. That seems like a really just different idea. And, you know, I, I could have easily just given these, this organization 2000 plus dollars or whatever we wanted to do, but now I'm making them do the work. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know that a lot of organizations are like, we love money, obviously, because then we can buy what we know we need. We drove around and we took a look at them and we opened them and we're like, okay, this one's completely empty so they can do with everything. And we went shopping. Um, me and my roommate, I, you know, I dragged him along with this and, uh, you know, but I went shopping. We bought, I wanted to cook for them. I was like, you know, I don't want to just buy pre-made stuff. I mean, I want them to have something good. I mean, I'm a good cook and I'm Italian. So I made, I know, I only know how to cook for 50 people anyway. So I was like, you know, we're going to make some pasta bolognese. We're going to make some potatoes. We're going to just, you know, have some hot food. And um, we've done it twice now. Uh, the food was gone in a day. Um, we went back the next day to sort of do fill some water up. And we were just amazed that in a day the food had already been gone. And so there's a need for it. Yeah. You know, and things I didn't realize that, like, you know, with food banks, sometimes you have to show documentation. You have to show, you know, like social security number, like, and I get that those practices are in place for a reason and I'm not knocking them at all. And again, they're great resources, but this is one of those, you know, New Orleans has a, a large homeless population, but also COVID has hit people in so many different ways. This could be somebody that literally just doesn't know where their dinner's coming from and they don't have access to get to that food bank. So they just can walk up to this fridge, open it, grab whatever they need and go. I absolutely fell in love with them. I, I, I follow them on Instagram now um, and, and just look every day. It's something I'm going to continue with regardless of this, you know, because I think it's just a really um, awesome organization. I think that's amazing. I've started in my community a little free pantry and we ha and there was one across the town on the other side of town and we started one at my church and it's the same thing where it's it's the same convenience. I'm literally when I saw this refrigerator thing 
trust and believe I've been like, I wonder if there's a way we can put a refrigerator outside and, and join in that because it just would expand how, what, what kind of stuff you could leave. I want it. I, I have it written down cause I'm going to look at it. So it's NOLA, N-O-L-A, NOLA community fridges.org. Yes. Right. And we'll put it yeah. up on our website. And if you want to donate to that, so you can, because we're, I mean, our listeners are from all over. You can send money to them. I'm sure they would love it. If you want to send money to my little free pantry, it is at resurrection Lutheran church. Uh, uh, dot org in in Noonan. So you can you can message me. And I can tell you we're we're emptying ours about every day and a half too. Like you said, like it's just going like that because people are in need. So yay! I'm gonna toast you for doing doing good for the community. Yeah, right. my drink is gone, but yeah, I'm toasting. Mm-hmm. Girl, sad. <laughs> okay, so we we've hung a little late. So we're gonna. I know we got to get going, but I gotta. This is I have to do a, a a good test. Not a test. I have to see which 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 way your bread is buttered, Greg. Are you a neutral ground or a sidewalk side? Ooh, ooh! I'm 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 bi curious. Uh, I I, uh, I I like a I like a both sometime. Um, okay. I gotta Let me say- explain to our listeners what I'm talking about because I'm, I'm sure they're like, "What does that even mean?" So um, the uh, most of the city of New Orleans has a strip of grass down the middle of their streets, and us Chicagoans call them medians, um, but in New Orleans they're called neutral ground. And so when you're gonna watch the parade. It's only on one side of the street. It doesn't take up both lanes. So you either stand on the neutral ground side or you stand on the sidewalk side. So is there you do you want to explain like is there a hierarchy to who stands where? Is there like you know No, I mean it's 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 pretty much first come, first serve. Okay. Um and I think you have a preference. If you if you're if you're a tailgating type person, you're you're most likely gonna go on neutral ground because you need the space. And trust me, people those tarps up and when I say I've been to I've been to tailgates where they have generators, <gasps> they have tents, they hire people to sleep so that they can keep that spot for four days in a row mm-hmm. because the parades go up the same route, most of them. So yeah. most of the uptown parades that I all, all the ones I mentioned, they all go up Napoleon, make a ride on St. Charles and then go into the quarter. You know, you get your spot and you ain't leaving for six days. I mean, I've seen full bars. I've seen people that rent porta potties because it's always where, where are you gonna pee? That's always the question. Yeah, true. Uh, and so it's insane. But I um I normally if I'm not with a group, I normally will will do the sidewalk uh because I feel like I have a better way to get in and out. Mm-hmm. But I will say I've had I had really great luck at Muses this year on the neutral ground. Um, you're you know I don't want to say that I'm sound too selfish here because you know you you're lucky if you catch one shoe, and I caught thirteen. Do you know I had, how an, am- I had an amazing sign? I'm just gonna say I had uh, a Notting Hill. <laughs> I said I, I, a quote from Notting Hill. I had Hugh Grant's picture and Julia Roberts' picture, and it says, "I'm just a, I'm just a girl, I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl asking for a shoe," oh. and it killed. It killed, and uh, you know, but I had a bag because I wanted to hide. I wanted, I didn't want them to know that I had shoes before. Right. I got phone numbers, and I was like, "Oh, girl, you're." Oh you're- no. Okay, let me just explain. Muses is a crew of all women. Mm-hmm. It's all female crew, and my favorite. It's my favorite parade. There, it's my favorite to watch, and and my goal is to someday I want to shoe. I want to shoe, and that's everybody has. We were talking earlier. Everybody has a themed throw that goes with them, and their theme is high heeled shoes. And I think they must hit every single Goodwill in the you know you know tri state area, and they paint these shoes. It's not you don't just get a shoe; you get a piece of art. It's oh, painted. I mean, 
I can run and get you, show you one if you want me to quickly just. Yes, because I don't know what these look like. All right, give me two seconds. It's in my okay. in the Mardi Gras closet. Oh, oh, oh he has a closet. closet. You got some competition, Jenny. <laughs> I know. This is so. Anyway, so these shoes are like it's it's the it's the you're cool if you get one. And the fact that he has thirteen, I feel like you know okay. I might have to figure out where he lives and at least take one of them out of his closet. Uh -uh. Um, <laughs> the icon. You know, it, th there's another crew called Zulu, <gasps> and they throw. Oh, girl! So this is like the peacock one from last year that I love. Ooh, this is what write I am their saying. name on it, and they so you can tag them in social media, and that's smart. Um, that one is one of my favorites, and then this one is like the I call it poison ivy. It looks like <gasps> look. Oh, I like that one. But they oh, glitter. My. Yeah, if you if you, if you just get a shoe, then you got you got a lazy ass muse. Is all I'm saying because that they. You should be getting something blinged out like this. Yes. Mm. Those are beautiful. That's what, okay, really quick. When I when I did my Romeo and Juliet set in New Orleans, opening the opening scene, do you bite your thumb at me, sir? All of that fight takes place during Mardi Gras, Jackson Square. And so everybody's got to pick up garbage to fight with because it was present day. So you're not going to pull out a sword. So people were picking up garbage can lids and different things. And I had a girl come out and fight with a muse's shoe. We made a fake, but we had a muse's shoe because it was a high heel spike and she was hitting people with nice. the shoe. So <laughs> that was my tribute to muses. Like that's how much I'm like, I knew it was there. I'm like, that's going to make a cool weapon. So I hope those chicks, if they're listening, muses girls, we did Boy. you right. Okay, I'm, I'm confused because I've not seen this, like that's the first time I've seen a shoe. So they just throw throw those from the flow? I mean, no, how, no, how do you no, 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 no. They kind of- Not allowed to throw a signature throw. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're, you know, they're supposed to be special, you know, cause you have thousands of beads. And PS, this what I did not know <laughs> is that you pay for everything. Oh so yeah. You, you pay to be on that float. You pay for all the crap you're throwing. <laughs> This is an investment, y'all, which I did not know last year when I said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I was like, I'm sorry, I got to pay what? I got to buy this, the crap. Um, but you're only supposed to make about 20 or 25 of your signature throws. So each person in the crew that's rolling can really is really only supposed to make up to a certain number because you want them to be special. You mm -hmm. want them to and you want people to to want them. Yes. Um, and so. You, you normally you have to you you have to you have to dress up. You got to you got to put the effort in as a crowd reveler to get that shoe. You don't just stand there and get a shoe. Mm. Um, you know, you got to have something. So I I had an outfit. Trust and believe it was blinged out and I had a sign. You know, signs are always good. And you usually lock eyes with with a rider. Mm. And if you can, you know, you usually like beg. I mean, I, you would think that I was like starving and homeless the way I was begging for a shoe from some of these people because you want, I mean, it's, oh my God, my Knicks purses the, the night before, this crew does purses. I, I go crazy for it. I go crazy for beads. Like you throw me a bead and I'm like, yeah, or like anything that lights up. I just, it makes you feel like a kid. Yeah, but no, you usually, they hand it to you because I've seen people get in fights Ooh. because if they just, threw it oh people would go 
insane and they would fight each other so you got to make the eye contact it's usually wrapped in some sort of cellophane like or like a nice bag it's usually very different than what other people are doing but it's usually it's usually handed to you otherwise people would go crazy for it so i know when i had my grails that i decorated they were in cellophane bags with ribbon and i would lock with someone and i would be like i got you here you go and they would be like Oh, you know, and so it's, it's the coolest thing I'm telling you. It's, that's why I'm so sad. It's not happening. Yeah. I, and I was going to say Zulu is another one that has a famous throw that it's a coconut and Shalane, they can't of all things. You can't throw a coconut at somebody girl. So they have to put those things in a bag and him. Can you imagine? I would, you know me, I can't catch Jack shit. I would have like six concussions with them things bouncing off my head. So. I, it, the, the Zulu coconut is the only signature throw that has eluded me. So Ooh, goals for next 20, 22 get you a coconut all right y'all so we have gone too long but greg it's been so fun it's like i you know i can just keep talking to you but anyway before i actually officially wrap this up again i just want to say thank you i'm fanning out thank you so much for being on our show and where can people find you because this was the reason why i wanted you on the show if you only know Craig from TikTok, you know, you only see a slice. You only see a sliver of who this person is. And I wanted you on the show because I just think you're so awesome. I wanted everybody to know not only about your 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 house, your house flow, but I wanted people to know you outside in a little, you know, 20 seconds, whatever. So Thank how can you. people find you? Well, if you have not downloaded TikTok, do it and just just find me first. Uh, my TikTok handle is at Gregisms, uh, G-R-E-G-I-S-M-S. Uh, or you can find me on Instagram as well. My uh, handle there is Katater Tot, which is my high school nickname. Um, Ooh. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love potatoes, so. <laughs> oh, wait. And social media. So I'll let you do, I'll let you finish that, Shalane. But yes. yeah. Um, and then also, Greg, if they wanted to, like, continue contributing to your Venmo towards, you know, whether it's, you know, the, the artists or the food pantry or anything like that, how can they find you or should they DM you for that information? Um, I mean, I can give it here, too. Um, it's all there in my link tree as well. But my, my Venmo and Cash App are both Katater Tot 98. All right. Uh, very good. And that's um, super easy to find there. And, and everything goes to um, right now. We're pretty much just focusing on the fridges um, and, and what that initiative will be. But um, I may have one more, two more art things I want to do before the final day of Mardi Gras. <laughs> nice. Nice. And, and we got to buy some feed for, for Randy, right? We got to get him some corn. Yeah. So we'll oh, see. yeah. Well, I, and we, we also got donations for Randy at the sanctuary oh. as well. So. Oh, yeah. I was joking, but yay, good for that. Before I forget, also, Greg does have a link on his link tree where you can buy his merch, Find Your Joys, and I've seen them. They have really nice stuff on there, so make sure you check all that out. And then as well as Ogre Podcast, you can find us at Ogre Podcast. That's O-H-G-U-R-L Podcast, because that's how we roll on Facebook and Instagram. Podcast Girl, because some bitch took our handle. That's on Twitter and on YouTube to see all this fabulousness. You can see us as Ogre Podcast on YouTube. And if you want to send us a little something, because we do like free stuff or some stories and whatever, it is Podcast at gmail.com. And that is all she wrote. That is right. So thanks, everybody, to uh, everyone listening or watching. Um, so glad you were here. Next week, we are going to talk about reunions. That is right, because I got roped into organizing a college Zoom reunion. Oh, uh, we have at least, I think we have like 55 people coming already. Um, so, so 
it's something we started talking about, uh, good, good, good stories, bad stories, reunions, high school, family reunions, anything. So again, we'd already asked, but if you can, again, if you want to send us a story, we will add it in and you can tell us your crazy reunion stories, um, write us at Gmail or drop us a DM wherever. Uh, but in the meantime, Greg, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Shalane, thank you so me. much as always. Um, until next week, look, I'm going to throw beards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>